Trigger warning. The following episode contains references to gore, sexual assault, racism, animal cruelty, human suffering, death, several entitled people making light of all these things. If any of the aforementioned topics cause you discomfort, you may want to listen to a different episode. That's right, America. You're number one. You're number one. I'm Andy. This is for all the times you never actually threw the ball. I'm Adam. Guns don't kill people. Toddlers kill people. I'm Kelly. What's that, Lassie? You just shot a man in the ass. I'm Sean, and this is Acid Pop. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. This is our last full-length episode. We've got one more coming. That's going to be a What About episode. Since this podcast has started, I have wanted to do an episode on guns, but I've been too afraid to. Uh, But since this is my last chance, I wouldn't forgive myself if I didn't do this episode. So today, we're talking about guns. shooting. So this episode is brought to you by our patron, Abe. Thanks, Abe. If you'd like to become a patron, too bad. We're done with that. But thanks for thinking of us. This episode is brought to you by the NRA. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) The etymology on this one is pretty great. Uh, If I'm reading this right, a name for a woman in Norse society was Gunhildr. Okay. (laughs) So Gunnar and Hildr both being words for war and battle. So... People name their daughters War Battle. That's fucking hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Go find yourself a strong man, War Battle. <laughs> <laughs> Love is a battlefield. <laughs> Pet Penitar. The name stuck around and changed a bit, and in the 1300s, a cannon was made and given the woman's name Gunhilda. So this was later shortened to Gun, G-U-N-N-E, which came to mean a war weapon that throws projectiles. And that is how we got the word gun. I like it. So all guns are female. Yeah. So we've run into this one before, but hoplophobia is the fear of guns from Greek hoplo, meaning weapon. It's just basically a generic fear of weapons. Fair. Good fear. I have it. Yeah. So we're moving on to our acid pop quiz. So true or false, the Second Amendment says that American citizens have the right to bear arms. False. A well-regulated militia. Shit, I used to know this. Yeah, I don't remember the exact wording. I'll go ahead and say false, too. Yeah, it's about malicious. Yeah, not really. So pro-gun people love to say it does, but here is the Second Amendment word for word. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. So what it says is states can arm a militia and the government can't stop them. That's not the same thing as saying people are allowed to just have guns. But if the Uh, people already have guns, the state has to do less work when they have to wrangle up the militia. That's true. If you're really fascinated by the exact wording of this and how it got to where it is today, 
Uh, I suggest the podcast More Perfect from Radiolab. They do an episode on this and how thinking on it evolved, and it's really interesting. So true or false, there are more guns in America than people. This is true, I believe. Yeah, that seems that seems easy. That seems likely. We've got all those militaries and things. <laughs> so, yep, this is true. There are roughly 350 million people and 390 million guns. Why don't I have one? <laughs> they hand them out in the hospitals. Guns? In the maternity ward. <laughs> Here's your baby and your gun. <laughs> no, it's the baby's gun. Yeah. Oh, hold <laughs> on. Damn it, I forgot. So the U.S. population is roughly 5% of the planet. So true or false, that 5% owns half the world's guns. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, half is big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. False? False. We've got 20% of the world's COVID deaths. <laughs> I want to I wanna say false, too. Like, there's, they got all those, like... AK-47s. Yeah, AK-47s man. in Russia and Africa and stuff. Yeah, I'm going to say false, too. You're right. It is false. It's only 46%. So, <laughs> I don't... So, I, like, like, if we all go out and buy guns now, we could tip it over. Oh, no. Like, I, I, I don't understand the people who's like, man, I love guns. I got eight of them. Like, can you shoot all of them at once? <laughs> to defend yourself? Oh, these aren't for defense. Oh, what are they for? Well, my uncle, he uh, he collects guns. I mean, I guess that's a little different. He It's a, a certain type of rifle that he likes to collect. So as the number of guns in America has increased, crime has decreased. True or false? Crime is, I think crime has decreased, but it is not because of guns. There's no correlation. Yeah, I mean, crime has been going down except recently. So I guess that's true. Seems good well, to me. Yeah, not not really, no. So this is uh, another thing that gun advocates like to say. In the late 80s and early 90s, America's crime rate was really high. Then in the early 90s, it started to go down. At the same time, gun ownership went up. This is what is known as a correlation. Mm -hmm. And as we know, correlation does not equal causation. Ice cream causes drowning. Yeah. So as the 90s ended, the crime rate more or less leveled off. Uh, It's kind of wavered up and down since then, but it's been pretty consistent. The number of guns has continued to rise, though. So if more guns equaled less crime, we would expect the crime rate to keep going down. Some might say, well, the crime rate can only go so low. But even though it's lower than it was in the early 90s, it's still a heck of a lot higher than other developed countries. So what else can we correlate this with? The uh, the cases of guinea worm infection have gone down during that time. Maybe those cause crime. Yeah, maybe the hotter things are, the less crime there is. So yeah, global warming is stopping crime. Someday it'll stop it altogether. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So we're on to our fill in the blank. So we're going to talk about statistics on guns, but it's hard. When you go to a site like banalltheGunsNow.com, the statistics <laughs> are probably slanted a bit. And the same goes for GiveMeGunsOrGiveMeDeath.com. <laughs> to check out these websites. So first, let's talk about the discrepancies. The main reason people want guns in America is for self-defense. So, when it comes to the number of times guns are used in self-defense annually, what's the low end and what's the high end of things people claim? It's going to be a ridiculous range. I'm going to say the low end is 5,000 times and the high end is 350,000 times. Okay. I shot me so many burglars this year. (laughs) I'm going to say the low end's much lower, like 30. (laughs) 
And the high end is, uh, how many guns did you say there were? Uh, 390 million. 390 million. Each gun <laughs> is used once in self-defense each year. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm going to say 500 and 2,000. Well, except for Kelly's high, you guys were all really low. So the low end is 50,000 times. The high end is 4.7 million times. How many? That would be a lot of dead burglars. Yes. Now that's quite a range. (laughs) So this all mostly started with a guy named Gary Kleck. In 1992, he published a study that said guns were used in self-defense 2.7 million times that year. When people asked how he knew, he said he took a survey of 5,000 people. (laughs) I I asked some folk. Now, in a country of 350 million people, 5,000 is a sample size of .0014. Uh, plus, there's no way of verifying anything. He just called up some people, he claims at <laughs> random, and asked them if they used a gun in self-defense. That's good science. Yep. Still, he extrapolated his results out to get his 2.7 million number. Good math. Could we just round that <laughs> up a bit? <sighs> Numbers from the National Crime Victimization Survey, which gets a sample of between 50 and 70,000 twice a year, came up with the 50,000 instances a year. So this data was compiled from literally decades of surveys. But Kleck cried foul because he claimed if people scare off a perpetrator, they may not want to get the authorities involved since they took care of the issue. So why go through all that paperwork? And the criminals certainly aren't going to raise a fuss. But Both groups continued to take surveys over the coming decades, and while the NCVS results stayed relatively constant, bouncing between 50 and 80,000, clecks went up every year. (laughs) So they are currently sitting at 4.7 million. Now, while it's almost certainly true that there were unreported incidents, we do have data from hospitals that say that there were about 115,000 gun injuries between 1993 and 1998, which is about 20,000 a year. If Kleck is right, that would mean that for every hospital gun injury, there were 200 times when no one told anyone. (laughs) To me, that seems unlikely. So of the two, I'm more inclined to lean towards the lower number. He can go Kleck himself. Gave gave himself that last name because that's the sound his gun makes when he runs out of ammo. Click, click, click. I emptied it. I listened to an interview with him, and the first question the interviewer asked was, do you own a gun? And he said, I never reveal that information. That's just, I, I don't want people to think that I'm biased, so I never say that. And then like two minutes into the interview, he was like, well, my guns don't do that. My guns are in a safe. And it's like, well, he kind of gave away the plot there, guy. My hypothetical guns in my yeah. hypothetical gun safe. My mind safe. <laughs> By safe, I mean my pillowcase. <laughs> Hi, buy my pillow. <laughs> every every my pillow comes with one gun. <laughs> oh, two horrible things in one. <laughs> so, looking at a result from a 2010 study by who? America has a homicide rate blank times higher than other developed countries with similar GDPs, mostly driven by a gun homicide rate blank times higher. What? How I'm going to say for me. I'm going to say Two. five. Okay, five times higher than everybody else, and it's a hundred times higher for the gun rate. Okay, I'm going to say our 
homicide rate is 10 times higher than everyone else. Mm. That is of equivalent GDP. Mm -hmm. And it's mostly driven by guns, which are 30 times higher. Okay. I'll say three times higher and... Another bigger number. (laughs) Uh, 25. Oh, well, Andy's closest without going on the low and Adam nailed the high. Nice. So yeah, America's homicide rate is seven times higher than other countries. And the gun homicide rate is 25 times higher. So America's gun homicide rate is more on par with countries like Uruguay and Peru. Both countries, by the way, um, the American government advises not to travel to due to the high (laughs) crime rate. Okay. (laughs) Also, maybe don't go outside. Yeah. So another argument that gets tossed around a lot is that women can use guns to protect themselves. So I found a study that looked at 733 rapes, 1,278 sexual assaults, and 12,235 assaults over a 10-year period. In what percentage of those were guns used in an attempt to protect the women? 0. 0.5. <laughs> 2%. Yeah, I... Oh, I bought a 2% gun. It's less fat. <laughs> Low fat gun. Zero. Well, Kelly's the closest without going over. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's uh, 0. 0.05. Oh, I, but, just, I just needed to add a zero in there. Yeah. yeah. But honestly, that's being a little generous. There were zero occurrences of guns being used for protection from rape, though there was one threat but she got raped anyway. There were zero occurrences for sexual assault, but two threats. And there were eight times that guns were used in assault cases with 45 more threats. So in this study, there wasn't a single case where a rape or sexual assault was prevented with the use of a gun. Hmm. Now, this may be because most instances of sexual assault and rape aren't some random guy sneaking up behind you in a parking lot, thereby someone the victim knows in one of the two's houses. Another study I found said that the victim knew their attacker 84% of the time. Yeah, Yeah. it's not the guy in the neighborhood watch signs. Right. (laughs) So unless the woman is sitting around with a gun in her hand at all times, it (laughs) doesn't really help to have a gun. Can we graft a gun to your hands, Kelly? be like that david radcliffe movie i just make a point of not knowing anyone so you know lowers the risk considerably so i found a cheerful list of school shootings from around the world in the last 20 years or so there were 132 of those how many were in america 128 (laughs) uh what'd you say 122 no what was the full number Uh, 132 i'm gonna say 100 120 well, Kelly's the closest without going over, but you were all very close. Uh, 105. So uh, the rest of the world had the other 28. So the U.S. didn't quite have the rest of the world beat four to one, but it was a near thing. Oh, and a lot of times when the subject of school shootings comes up, gun advocates say that teachers should be allowed to carry guns to stop such instances. Yeah, scrap that teacher. <laughs> yeah. That seems like an odd argument since there are actually schools that already do that. Not a lot, but some. And even though there aren't a lot, I found a site that listed times a gun was left unattended at a school and was found by the students. So guess how many times it's happened in the last five years? 
I hope it's a low number. <laughs> six. 40, six times. 49. 15. Uh, Adam's the closest. It was 37, oh. or about once every couple months. Okay, and they were fired, yes? <laughs> well, hard to say. I don't really know. Another thing I've seen from teachers who have heard that argument that teachers should be trained and armed to defend the students is a lot of times school shooters are students yeah. and they don't want to be trained to kill the kids they're teaching. Yeah. It yeah. makes I've them uncomfortable. Or the teachers. <laughs> no, no, no. Just buy a bulletproof backpack. I've seen them. We sell yeah. them. <laughs> so, And that site listed another 16 times when a gun was accidentally fired by an adult in schools in the last five years. Check out the pump action on this Mossberg. <laughs> it's good to excel at something, America. <laughs> I think they should just give all the students electric collars. Mm -hmm. And we wouldn't have to worry about, like, injuring them permanently. Yeah, and then the kids have to fight and only one can leave every day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, then they can't go home and get their parents' guns. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this next study is a bit out of date. It's from 1998. But according to it, for every instance of a gun being used in self-defense for any reason, there are blank accidental shootings, blank assaults by criminals with guns and blank suicide attempts. Oh, I'm just going to go 100, 200, 300. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. So it was accidental assault and suicide. Yep. Per guns being used for self-defense. Jesus. Make it 200, 300, 400. Yeah. I think accidental. I want to say accidental might be higher. For every one self-defense there's, we're going to say 100 accidents. There's... I'm going to go with 100 assaults and 50 suicides. Uh, I hope those numbers are high. I'm going to go opposite of Andy, kind of. Go 200, 150, 100. All right. Well, you guys were all high, which I guess is a good thing. Yay! But there are four accidental shootings, seven (laughs) crimes committed with guns, and 11 suicide attempts. Okay, we were way high. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen variations of this data in other studies, but the thrust is generally the same. That if you own a gun, you are roughly 22 times more likely to be shot or accidentally shoot someone else uh, than you are to protect yourself from something with it. So if you're not worried about hurting anyone with your gun, you really shouldn't be worried about whatever it is you think you're protecting yourself from. In well, most yeah, of like data, if I, I, if I keep a cone shell snail in my house, I'm more likely to die from cone shell snail poisoning rather than defending <laughs> myself with it. Yeah. <laughs> Quickly, <laughs> throw a snail at his face. Get him! Go! 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 <laughs> it's your time, Shelley. <laughs> so, in most of the data that I looked at, the odds of a person owning a gun, being the victim of a crime, and successfully using that gun to stop that crime is less than one in one hundred. So the odds are not on your side. Mm. What? What? Why don't you have one of them beds? Hmm? If you, I need to show you that YouTube video where it's a bed that your headboard, like you put your hands behind you and the headboard drops a shotgun into your hands. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> it's wild. Oh my God. And it's like, no, there's, there's, there's a, like you have to put a lot of pressure on it. So there's no way a shotgun's going to randomly hit you in your head while you sleep. Like, I don't trust you. <laughs> particularly vigorous session and with the uh, mistress. Blew my load. You could do so many other cool things with that, though. Like, you could put your hands up there and drop, like, a 12-foot sandwich out of I the I was just about to say a big sub sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> or a, a pair of nunchucks. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. This is... People in England listen to this. 
They're fluffy nunchucks. Death for sex. sticks. Fluffy sex nunchucks. <laughs> what? You guys don't do that? <laughs> no comment. Call me Mikey. <laughs> Get the tickler size. I'm about to cowbunga them titties. <laughs> Radical. <laughs> and that concludes our acid pop quiz. All right, so let's start with some stories of people doing dumb things with guns. Oh, I'm, I'm sure you found plenty. I did, yeah. The problem with these stories is mostly that they're so short and they're so common, you know, just like man shot self with gun again. <laughs> Toddler found gun, yep. shot parent. Became marksman. <laughs> they call him the hit toddler. <laughs> So in 2015 in Fresno, California, a teen was dumped by his girlfriend, which was upsetting. It was even more upsetting to find out that she had a new boyfriend, so he decided to teach them a lesson. He got a 22 caliber rifle, drove to her house, and fired six shots into the air to scare the two. Okay. To start a stampede. <laughs> he would have fired more shots, but the gun jammed. He turned it around to unjam Uh-oh. it, and he did such a good job that the gun discharged into his leg. Shoots like a dream now. <laughs> <laughs> he was treated for his wounds and sent to juvie for endangering the public. Just juvie? Yeah. Well, I mean, he was like 16 or something. And I suppose the only person he shot was himself. <laughs> yeah. So October 2019 in Marietta, Georgia, Jonelle Jade Dare went to the drive through of a local KFC. She paid and got her order, but when she looked in the bag, she found the unthinkable. Not only had the sadistic employees of the KFC not given her a napkin, they hadn't given her any utensils either. Bastards! You could hear them laughing maniacally <laughs> in the background. So Miss Dare took the only course of action available to her. She took out her gun and started firing into the restaurant. What? <laughs> After firing several shots, she took off. Luckily, no one was shot, and she was arrested shortly after. I mean, they don't even—they didn't even learn a lesson because they didn't know why she was shooting at them. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know what? She missed all those shots because her hands were so greasy. <laughs> <laughs> they knew what they did. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? So, 2014 in Orlando, Florida, a man was driving when he and another driver got into a disagreement about driver etiquette. The other driver bolstered his case by pulling out a gun. The driver of the first car countered by pulling out his own gun. Woo-hoo. Unfortunately, while doing so, it snagged on something and fired into his leg. <laughs> That'll show you. Yep. The first guy, not to be outdone, shot himself in the <laughs> leg. <laughs> oh, yeah? First driver's name, Sweet Tooth. Twisted Metal. Uh so I couldn't find a location or actual source for this next story, but I'm pretty sure it's true for reasons I'll share. <laughs> so a man was hanging out with his buddies and talking about how great his steel-toed boots were. <laughs> I feel they- like I already know where <laughs> yeah, this is going. I can already going. see the arc of this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't read ahead. <laughs> so he claimed they could stop anything, even a shot from a gun. His buddy said, nuh-uh, and he said, yuh-huh, and they were all, nuh-uh. So he took out his forty-five caliber pistol and shot himself in the foot. Turns out he was wrong. <laughs> and the reason I'm pretty sure this is an actual story is because a post this was on came with a picture. So I'm going to share this with you guys. Good. Oh, oh wow. No! Ooh. No, I got rid of it. 
So yeah, he caught himself uh, between the toes. Between that could have been worse. The toes, but mostly on the big toe, which is about one third gone. Oh. He still has it I, for now, I guess. Yeah. That nail's hanging in there impressively well. <laughs> you got to close that shot. Yep, it's gone. <laughs> okay, thank you. <coughs> oh, I mean, what can you get? Hold like pencil like a shot glass there and get a whole shot glass <laughs> oh yeah there, cool. you can do some really cool drinking tricks yeah i think like a dry erase marker would slide through that hole <laughs> like he could use it like for cool pool tricks like when he's shooting pool <laughs> uh, he could hold a hot dog yeah yeah no button no he could shoot himself in the foot again yeah and not hit himself like yeah he yeah. could do that as like a party <laughs> trick if he really learned where that <laughs> hole was just shoot himself through the shoe all the time and not hurt himself <laughs> go through a lot of shoes though <laughs> Get a steel toe boot uh, sponsor. <laughs> so our next story here, a woman from Florida named Jamie Gilt is a pro gun type of person. So much so that she started a Facebook page called gun sense, where she frequently posted about gun rights and tips for safely handling guns. Her belief that guns are a God given right is unshakable. Even after the incident in 2013, when she was driving around with her four-year-old in the back seat Uh-oh. and he unbuckled his car seat, scooted over, grabbed Gilt's loaded 45 that was just sitting on the back seat. She and needs to sh- work on those gun safety. <laughs> yeah, right. And shot her in the back. Ooh. <laughs> no cookies, so- huh? <laughs> So she was rushed to the hospital and made a full recovery after a fairly long rehabilitation. And lucky for her, all charges against her were dropped, including criminal negligence and notably theft. As at the time she was shot, she had almost $500 worth of stolen children's clothes in her car. What? Woman? Yep. So the toddler was just taking the law into it. Yeah. The vigilante toddler. <laughs> you're, you're a bad mommy. <laughs> So I guess the authorities figured being shot by her son was punishment enough. The baby was played by Bruce Willis. <laughs> Honestly, there were more stories than I could count about kids getting a hold of their parents' guns and then shooting their parents, their siblings, or themselves. But this was one of the more lighthearted ones. <laughs> this haunts me. Yeah. Like, it really does. Autumn's going to have friends someday, and yeah. she's going to go over to their houses and, like, I can't search their house first. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know if it's ever really come up with anybody I ever really grew up with. So, Well, I don't in. know if you guys noticed when you come over to my house, that eight foot tall, two foot wide gun cabinet that was left unlocked my entire childhood. See, my dad uh, just kept not. his police gun in his top drawer. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess it's just the type of people that you hang out with, though, because, I mean... It never came up, and we were never really interested in it. No, if we wanted to play with guns, we'd play Goldeneye. Yeah. (laughs) I just need to get Autumn hooked on video games. That's the answer. So let's talk about pets and guns. The chimpanzee has a shotgun. (laughs) Pets make terrible guns, and guns make terrible pets. (laughs) A pet gun. So in 2001, in Great Salt Lake, Utah, a man was duck hunting with his dog. They were in the boat, and the man was reaching out to set up some decoys. To make sure his hands were free, he set down his 12-gauge shotgun. <laughs> his loaded 12-gauge shotgun with the safety off, that is. The excited- and then he said, fetch! <laughs> <laughs> the excited dog jumped onto the gun and loosed a shot Ooh. straight into the man's ass as he bent over <laughs> to lay a decoy. 
Lucky for the man, after the doctors removed the 27 pellets from his butt, <laughs> ah, he made a full recovery. Except for his pride. Yeah, you should, you should really be happy that did not shred your anus. Yeah. <laughs> Doc said, bagged a big one today, boss. <laughs> Let's go home. Probably scared the dog. Yeah, yeah right? for sure. <laughs> So in 2015 in Indiana, a woman was on a hunting trip when she laid down her loaded 12-gauge shotgun with the safety off. Her trusty lab named Trigger lived up to his name by <laughs> stepping on the gun and shooting his owner in the foot. So again, the owner made a full recovery. Safeties, people. <laughs> yeah, it's right. in the name. <laughs> in a story of karma from 2012, a man in Florida had been trying to find a home for his seven shepherd mix pups. But he wasn't having any luck. They all have guns. Yeah. Well, he was tired of trying, so he decided to just shoot them. Oh, God. Hey. <laughs> this for, took a dark turn. <laughs> for some reason, he decided to try and hold one dog <laughs> in each hand before <laughs> shooting them. Wait, but, what? Yeah, I, I don't know why. But the one in the hand with the gun wriggled and got its tiny dog <laughs> paw in the trigger, firing into the man's wrist. <laughs> Run, my brethren, run. <laughs> We're free. So the man went to the hospital, and when he explained what happened, the police went to his house to find three dead dogs. Aww. The remaining four were taken to animal control, and the man made a full recovery, but is being charged with animal cruelty. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I mean, if nothing else, why wouldn't you just, like, set them free to become a pack of wild dogs or something? Yeah. That's what Florida Take needs, them. packs of wild dogs. <laughs> It'll control the python population. Yeah, They're friends feed all the those boa constrictors. <laughs> and then there was one story I found from 2008 when a Texas man was again on a hunting trip with his dog on the... Way back, he set down his loaded shotgun with the safety off in the <laughs> bed of his truck along with his dog. The dog's... Good. Stepped on the gun, pulled the trigger, and shot his owner in the leg through the truck. <laughs> so the man rushed to the hospital, but he got hit in the femoral artery, Ooh. so he died of blood loss. Damn. Yep. I, I'm getting a lot. I, there's a, a common theme here. Yeah. These all were super easily avoided, even with the guns <laughs> in the picture. So there were two reasons that I wanted to do this episode. First, because looking at the data, there is literally no reason to have guns. When you introduce a gun into a situation, things might get a teeny weeny, almost insignificantly bit better for the victim, but they get many times worse for the victim. If you are really worried about criminals, get rid of guns. It won't make the situations involving guns go away, but they will shrink to a few percentage points of what they were. It's happened in every country that has banned guns, and it would happen here, too, if people would let it. And, like, no one's talking about hunting rifles. All yeah. of those countries have hunting rifles. Well, I mean... Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like I they, never really thought about it, I guess. They hunt plenty in England. They have hunting guns. That's true. They just don't carry around <laughs> guns for self-defense. I have an open carry on a hunting rifle, just in case I see a fox, like, on the subway. <laughs> And the second reason is there's a big movement right now called Black Lives Matter. I looked at the data, and while not mentioned specifically, Hispanic people are shot by the police almost twice as often as white people, and black people are shot at more than three times as often, uh, which is to say that there are more 
white victims of police shootings every year, but there are also a lot more white people. So if you're white in the U.S., your odds of getting shot by the cops are about 1 in 600,000. If you're black, it's about 1 in 200,000. Now, the root of this is a huge racial can of worms that goes back to before this country was even founded, and I don't even know where to begin when it comes to trying to fix it. But here's something that can help. The police shoot to kill because they're worried about getting shot. That's it. End of story. They are more worried about being shot by a black person, but what they're worried about is getting shot. From statistics on wealthy countries, police in the U.S. kill just over 1,000 people annually. The number two spot goes to Canada with 36. God. So adjusting for population, 33 people in every million are killed in America, and it's 10 in every million in Canada. And things drop off pretty drastically from there. If the U.S. banned guns, maybe the police wouldn't be so worried about getting shot and wouldn't feel the need to shoot so much. I know that would take time and it wouldn't get better overnight, but that's a problem that's a lot easier to solve than racism, I feel. Now, we shouldn't try to stop racism, but like I said, I I don't know how to fix that problem. I do know how to stop there being guns. Oh, and another thing I learned is when it comes to suicides, there are roughly two of them for every homicide in the U.S. So a bit more than 50% of people use a gun to commit suicide. And And it's a lot more likely to work. Yeah, and guns are the most effective suicide method. It works 85% of the time. The number two method is suffocation, and that works 61% of the time. And the thing about suicides is time is your friend. Yeah. A lot of times when people decide to commit suicide, they are in a moment of severe despair. But a lot of times it's just a moment. So sure, when that moment passes, they'll still be extremely depressed, but maybe not suicidally so. So, But you can't take back pulling the trigger. Right. If you take some pills or go to find something tall to jump off of, you have some time to reconsider things. Maybe call someone to ask for help. Even if you take some pills, you can call 911 and there's a chance you can be saved. But if you put a gun in your mouth and pull the trigger, that's it. Right then, right there. No second thoughts or chances. If we could get rid of guns, we could prevent a lot of suicides. Certainly every other nation that has done away with guns has seen a corresponding drop in suicide cases. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's my feelings on guns. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> so, anybody have any personal stories about guns? I had a gun. Yeah. Did you? I did. It's one of those things that I got talked into, like right after marriage. Oh, yeah. And then like last year, I was like, why do we have this thing? It's scary. Yeah. <laughs> this thing scares me being in the closet. <laughs> so I went and I sold it for more than we <laughs> bought it for. <laughs> it's just an investment. Sure. And then I also have a father-in-law who is, he's the kind of guy who's like, well, you sold that gun, huh? Well, don't call cry to me when there's a guy in your house. Yeah. He's gonna take all your stuff and then rape your wife. I'm like that one bill that does that. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. And he yeah. has guns on his walls. He's afraid someone's going to break in to take his guns, so he needs a gun to defend his guns. Yeah. Well, I I didn't go into this, but I don't remember the numbers exactly. But I was reading somewhere that was saying like if someone breaks into your house 
and you say, Hey, I've got a gun or you, they see you with a gun. They are, there's a 60% chance that they're going to leave, which is pretty good. I'm not yeah. great, but pretty good. If you say, Hey, I've got a bat or a golf club. There's a 50% chance they're going to leave. <laughs> and if you just say, Hey, get out of here. There's a 40% chance they're going to leave. <laughs> Go on, get. <laughs> so like guns don't really help the situation all that much. And you know, then there's the whole thing about if they're out, they're dangerous. And if they're in a safe, they're not going to help at all. So, you know, it's just, the, it, it, it's really just silly. I, like I said, if you have a gun, you're 11 times more likely to be the victim of a gun crime than you are to use it to actually do anything. And so when people say, well, my guns are safe, you know, it's not, it's not a concern for me that I'm going to hurt anybody. I'm safe. Well, then you're 11 times less likely to be a victim than you are of that other thing you're not worried about. Yeah. And like, I don't know what it is about people with guns. There's like home invasion is happening now. Like that. It's not, it's not a thing guys. Generally. No, generally. Yeah. Yeah. The numbers do not, but it's, it's that, I don't know. I I mean, it makes you feel like you're in control. It it feels like it's something that you can do. It's not though. It's just a, it's just a feeling. A placebo, if you will. Yeah. And I don't know, like, sugar. my my stepdad is big into guns, and, like, he has a, a gun case full of rifles and pistols, and, you know, when I was a kid, we'd go out to shoot them and, you know, whatever, and, like, I don't know, it's kind of exciting to go yeah. out and, like, you point at a can, and then you pull the thing, and it makes a loud noise, and the can falls over, and you're like, well, that was fun, but <laughs> it's it's just it's just so not worth that risk. I've been asked by family members like, well, what are you going to do if someone breaks in to take your stuff? Like let them take anything they want. Yeah. <laughs> Lock myself in my room and be like, take the, t- the television's really nice. It's, it's a good, yeah. you, you, the plugs in the back. Like just take I, it, take all my stuff. Yeah. I mean, people generally, if they are breaking in, they're not breaking in while you're there. And if they are, they're mistaken than thinking you're not there. They don't want to deal yeah. with you. They just want your stuff. Burglars are more afraid of you than you are of them. <laughs> yeah. Just put a cup over them. Put a piece of paper underneath it. Just put them outside. Yeah. They actually get rid of the pests. <laughs> I figured I'd give you this absolutely ghoulish tweet from the NRA yesterday. Yeah. Ammo sales surge 139%. That's a lot of freedom seeds. America. <laughs> yeah. Freedom seeds. Yeah. yeah for, I don't really know why, but since COVID's happened, everyone's decided that like guns aren't going to be around, so they need to get them. So like gun sales have been through the freaking roof since COVID started happening, which is very strange. Like, I don't know what that has to do. I think it might virus. actually be the election. <clears throat> yeah, well, it's possible. Yeah, well, you, you go and buy those bullets and you just kind of shoot your gun into the ground in your backyard a few times. And eventually you'll have more guns sprouting out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the giving tree. <laughs> Can I have some of that fruit? Oh, wow. It's giving fully automatic weapons. Yeah. Was it uh, Kyle Kinane who had that good bit about Jack yeah. the Ripper and guns in America? Uh, well, it wasn't about guns. It wasn't about guns. guns. It was about murder in yeah. America. <laughs> but Kyle Kinane did have a line that, was ha- that perfectly encapsulated my feelings about why I haven't done this episode for so long and he said i wanted to do a set about guns but comedy 
is tragedy plus time. And in America, we never get the time. <laughs> so yeah. it's always still a tragedy. Um, so I'm like, yep, yeah, that's about. That's a good how point. It goes. Well, I think you did a good job of staying away from the. Yeah, I mean, I heavy I, stuff. I really want to have a reasonable conversation about guns, but nobody is capable of doing that. Really, like people that are anti-guns are just like, you know, they're 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 making claims that guns do things that they don't, and and the same thing is for people that are pro-guns. You know, it's just like yeah. nobody is is capable of talking about things reasonably and looking at data, which I I love data, so I wish we could just talk about that, but. Uh, but yeah, that's not not on the table, unfortunately. Well, I know it's our last episode, and I should have come up with a really good uh, "What are your morals worth?" But <laughs> when it comes to guns, I just don't care. Guns aren't so, a game. Uh, yeah. So you get off the hook this week, folks. There's an interesting argument about the well-regulated militia thing that you know it's talking about the ability of the citizenry to defend themselves from tyranny from the government so if we have a, a a properly armed militia they're also going to need nukes yeah sure <laughs> but right now what you get out on the street is i i would call them the gravy seals <laughs> <laughs> like you're not you're not even holding that correctly why is your helmet off yeah all right well i think that's about all we've got for this week Thanks to my co-host for enduring this episode with me. <laughs> I got to see a weird toe. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for our straight shooting editor, Gerard. And if you'd like more from us, you better make it quick because we're winding down here. But you can find us on Reddit and Twitter and Instagram. We're at Acid Pop Podcast. And you can email us at acidpoppodcast at gmail.com. Send us all your angry missives about how much you love guns. Yeah. We don't care. I will happily have a, a reasonable conversation if somebody wants to talk to me about it. But... I won't. No. <laughs> <laughs> me either. Well, thanks for tuning in. And remember, get rid of your guns. <laughs> Bye. Bye.